Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast by James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Hello, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm James Barr, that's Dan Hudson. You can follow us on all the socials at A Gay Non-Gay. I think we need to talk about Christmas. What? James promised that we'd have a week off and that that hasn't happened (laughs) by the looks of it. Why do you want a week off from me? I just need one. Do you think it's bad that we haven't got each other presents or Christmas cards? We're not going to see each other now. Um, Yeah, but I I mean, if I thought you were going to do that, I would do that. But because I know that you're not. That is such a bullshit thing to say. If I thought that you were going to turn up with presents and a card, I'm obviously going to have to do the same. No, but what you're saying is... I'm actually glad that you haven't, because I didn't want to do that, but that's why. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I actually don't like Christmas either. (laughs) <laughs> this is the most depressing Christmas special. Yeah. I, it, my mum makes it really difficult, and I think being gay also makes it very difficult. But then there are a lot of other gay people I know that love Christmas and, like, love it. Why does being gay make Christmas difficult? For me, personally, it's because I feel like I don't necessarily fit with my family as I should. And Christmas is such a part of the way society is in that, you know, your family comes together and that's a, normally you would Im- imagine that that family is like, you know, your sure. sister and her husband and your mum and their, her partner, who's a man. And everyone has got a girlfriend or, or a boyfriend. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is everyone is straight. <laughs> everyone yeah. is non-gay. It's a very non-gay affair to me. <laughs> and I find that challenging because I feel like I don't fit with it and I struggle to enjoy it because I'm just like sat there not getting it. And also family so often, I'm on a rant here, will say to me stuff like, like older family, uh, not, not direct family, but like cousins or grandparents who don't necessarily know would say like, oh, have you got a girlfriend yet? But do they not know that you're gay by this point? Or I mean, this is. Are isn't... they just choosing to sort of ignore it? No, now they do. But, you know, a while ago and when I was growing up, it was, there was a lot of questions like that. And I would just lie and be like, oh, no, not yet. I mean, that's not a lie, but it's not actually just saying, you know what, Uncle John, I'm actually gay. Yeah. So I haven't got a boyfriend. No, thanks for asking. How's your life? Um, yeah. It, and it's because of that, I think. I just find it really stressful. And also, my mum doesn't like it. Yeah, I think she. I think Christmas puts a lot. Of, can put a lot of pressure on people. I think it's very difficult to fit with it sometimes. I mean, I think there probably be people listening to this like, "What? This isn't what I want to hear." Skip, like, because we're probably being a bit too real about something that everybody celebrates as being amazing. And there are so many amazing bits to it. Like, um, I love my family, faults and everything, and I think everybody does. And like everybody loves your family yeah. no I mean like everyone has families with faults and they still love them that's the point of family right there's no point thinking every family is amazing yeah I don't know why I'm so- this is so hard to talk about <laughs> this isn't something I've really talked about but I mean actually as well because I moved away quite young when I was 17 every time I went home for Christmas I'd have to then talk about my sexuality with my mum again and Christmas was the time my mum said to me um, and I've talked about this with you where she said oh I feel like my son died and I've got a new one that that quote came from a christmas day chat 
right. like a catch up and she said that <laughs> on Christmas day and I had to leave I got in the car and drove to my friend Lindsay's and we just chatted it out on Christmas day in the freezing cold in the dark and I don't know it's just it's 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 hard it's hard yeah it's really difficult so even for you as non-gay obviously you have different feelings about it but does that strike anything with you like do you feel like that's not really I get a load of hassle from my family whenever it is probably wouldn't get it on Christmas generally on Christmas day you wouldn't get the hassle probably not oh why I get it I get it 360 so they have a day off on Christmas yeah pretty much or they haven't been home for four years and I don't really plan on going home again so that's (laughs) (laughs) what do you where do you spend Christmas I work Oh, that you see, that's interesting because I've done that too. And that's a great excuse if you don't want to be with your family to be like, oh, I've got to work. The radio station needs me. I don't want to work on Christmas, like, as in I'd rather not. But then obviously I'm on, I'm on double time, so I can't really. It's really interesting. I, I think I've done, I've definitely avoided my family by going to work. There's other things I've done too. Like I've, a lot of the stuff I've talked about in this podcast actually is stuff that's happened around Christmas. Like I, I talked about, I think I talked about running away to my friend's family's Christmas instead in America. Yeah. Um, I went and visited a friend and hung out with his family in a way, although it was very special and he's a very great friend, I was sort of, I was became aware afterwards that I'd just done it to kind of run away from my own family and my own problems and my own issues. Uh, that is not a good thing to do. It's um, much better to face your truth. <laughs> Own your truth. Oh, stop it. Don't take the piss out of me. I love that phrase, though. Oh, my God, I've got a New Year meme, by the way. So, Own Your Truth was my 2017. Right. My 2018 is Get Out of Your Own Way, which awkwardly is the title of a U2 song, <laughs> which is where I heard it. What's your New Year's resolution? That's it. Oh, right, okay. Get out of your own way. Okay. Like, don't hold back. Don't have insecurities. Just go and do it. Yeah. Well, good that. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Merry Christmas from a gay and a non-gay. <laughs> okay, so that... Surely I think... it's got to be to get a boyfriend, right? What? What do you... No. No, it's definitely not. It's... Oh, my God, that's really horrible. That's not really horrible. That's That seems to be your... your. Every time we do a live show, that seems to be your your goal. So you can't suddenly now... Well, like bringing my phone number and putting it on the screen. Yeah, you can't now be like, oh, 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 oh. No, I've just decided not to put that much pressure on myself anymore. I think putting pressure on myself to have a boyfriend is really wrong. Actually, a listener to the podcast told me that. It's like, you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. You, need to, you don't know about the, sli- the DMs that are sliding in, by the way. <laughs> to, what, to, 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 to you or to, to, to well, us? To both. But I can't. Actually, here's the thing. I don't know how to check, and I still can't work out how to check. DMs on Instagram. Right. So maybe I have some. I don't know. I doubt it. I have been getting a lot of action off of our... So no, that's not true. I haven't. But there are a couple of couple of messages on our Instagram DMs and uh, <laughs> Twitter and stuff. But mostly, yeah, they're coming in on my personal account. Um, anyway, this guy sends me underwear pics too. But um, <laughs> do you want to see them? Do you feel left out? No. He was saying, like, uh, you're putting too much pressure on yourself to find someone. So I've kind of decided that I'm giving up on that now. I think I just want to have, like, I'm just going to have fuck buddies, I think. (laughs) Did you find me a boyfriend in Seattle? I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't realize I was supposed to be doing that. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's fertile ground, definitely. What do you mean, fertile? Well, there's a hell of a lot of, there's a hell of a lot of gay blokes. So gross. (laughs) A hell of a lot of gay blokes. Um, do you? Sorry, there's a large LGBTQ plus community. But Thank you're you. only you're not. That doesn't like. I would go out with a bisexual person. 
I wouldn't rule out a tea either. Really? I don't think so. It's not something I've had happen, but I'm very open. I probably wouldn't rule out a girl, really. But I, as we've discussed before, I think I'm like 99.9% gay. Um, but of course I wouldn't rule out a bisexual person. Interesting. Why would you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you, a girl was interested in you but said, oh, actually, I've also slept with other girls. No, I wouldn't. Re- I don't think I'd care. I'm not sure what there is to care about, really. Well, you're the one that's su- that was surprised. No, I, di- I wasn't. Didn't say. Uh, I wasn't Why were you so surprised? surprised? I wasn't. I just said really. I was just taking an interest. Would it make you feel insecure? Any- What's that? <laughs> Would it make you feel insecure? No, not really. I don't know. I mean, I get insecure. I don't, honestly, any- honestly, don't think I'd care. But I don't. I don't know that until it happens, and it's probably not going to happen. So, what about a trans person? Because I think. If someone is, I don't even see, I feel like at the minute we need to talk about trans, I hope, and we're doing a special on this next year, that one day that's not even a word that's used because actually it's a woman or a man. Yeah. Le- but then a, I think the trans community would probably say, maybe they would say different. So we, we're going to get one of my good trans friends on the podcast soon to chat about that properly. But for me, if a trans woman... Is a, a trans woman is a woman to me. So a trans man, therefore, is a man. Yeah. Which would mean that, of course, I would go out with a man. I'm gay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the same. As a, a non-gay straight man, there'd definitely be friends of yours, maybe, or people you know that would have misguided comments about that happening if you suddenly just, if you suddenly were like, if they found out, oh, you're actually but, dating a trans woman. Yeah. So someone like Laura Jane Grace from Against Me who I'm guessing you, you're not familiar with, but in, in the rock world... like Oh, right, good. I thought it was some Netflix show. No, it, they're, they're a rock band, and it's she is comfortably the most famous transgender person in the rock world. Right. In fact, she's one of a handful of people who I can even think of. And did she transition as part of this band or before that? The band is the band. The band used to be Tom right. on vocals, and now it's the same person, Laura, on vocals. Amazing, and that happened in like 2012 or 11 or 12. Wow! And the, they released an amazing, amazing like genre smashing album called Transgender Dysphoria Blues about. Oh it. my god, Which I need is, to hear that. You won't like it because it's like. No, I feel like I will because I'll be hearing such a different angle on it. The crossover of it is huge. Like when they toured that album, I've never been to a gig and seen such a wide variety of people at a rock concert. Wow! Like ever. Apart from maybe placebo. Oh my god, I need to similar, hear this. similar sort of yeah. makeup of the crowd. She's a woman. Like Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. And you would definitely date her. Yeah, I mean I guess so. I would love for you to listen to this album. By I'm the way. gonna listen but to I it. I think you I just don't think you'll like it. No, it, I promise it is, you. It is totally I feel like we're all gonna listen to it. It's very heavy. Um, and if I don't get it, it I'll just Google the lyrics instead. <laughs> yeah. have, my own, have my own adventure. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Um so Shall we talk about Santa? Because um, there's there's been this argument raging for about two months where I want to do an interview with Santa, but various different people, including Dan, Talia, and a couple of other people I've spoken to, industry experts, um, have said that that that's a terrible idea because some people don't think Santa's real, and why am I getting someone to pretend to be Santa, and et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. So here's the abridged version, So here, So here is my... Exclusive LGBTQ plus interview with Santa. And this isn't Santa. Excuse me, I think you'll find it is. <laughs> Are you joking? He looked. It is Santa. Uh, look, I mean, look. And at how him. do you know him? 
Well, you can talk to him if you want. You'd have to talk so, to me. Santa, so many people were against this interview. Like, Talia, Dan's girlfriend, was like, this is the worst idea I've ever heard. Um, Dan was just completely rude about you coming on. I spoke to a producer called Alyssa in New York, and she was like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. Everybody was like, no, why would you get a man to pretend to be Santa? But but that's the thing, you see. I, 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 am, I am Santa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How can, can you how can you prove that? Well, look at this stomach. It it, it doesn't appear by itself. Santa, I, I need to there's a lot to talk about because obviously we're a gay podcast and is this your first ever LGBTQ plus interview? Uh, well yes it is, yes. Like obviously things have changed a lot over the last even just fifty years. Like, you know, this year in the UK we've been commemorating the partial decriminalization of homosexuality and um gay marriage just got like the green light in Australia. How does it feel as Santa who's been around for what, how many years? Oh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds of years. And it's quite a major difference, right? Well, to me, it doesn't make any difference at all because I like to give lots of lovely presents to people who are well-behaved. Whether they're gay or not, it doesn't make any difference to me. So, for you, it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference about sexuality. That's never been in your headspace when you've been dishing out presents to girls and boys. When you were little and asked for a Barbie, James, I didn't... Blink an eye. You know, it's really important to hear that. And what about, like, as an employer, what um, what are you like in the workplace? Like, who do, do you have an inclusive workplace in the North Pole? I hire elves on their work ethic. I don't mind whether they're girl elves, boy elves, uh, boys who like boys elves, girls who like girl elves. They're all elves to me. And as long as they're helping in the workshop, then that's fine. Um, I'm so happy that you could join us today. What's your hope for the future in the current climate that we're all in? Well, that's a very good question, James. Now, you might think this is rather simplistic, but I think love is universal. And it doesn't matter who you are, but love should lead the way. Whether you're in love with a boy, a girl, or a girl, or a boy, love is what matters most. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, mate. Don't call Santa mate. Why did you just call Santa mate? You started saying you hated him, he wasn't real, and now you're like, oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, Santa. It's a pleasure. It's really important that we hear a figure that represents the patriarchy say something like that. I don't care if you think it's not real or whatever. It made me feel great. Okay, well, good. And that's what's important. Great. (laughs) Happy Christmas. Stop being dismissive about my moment. That was beautiful. Yes. Don't you feel like that was an an amazing answer? Yes. Don't you feel the world is a more magical place now that we know Santa is okay with us being gay? Yes. And so what if he's not real? And so what about any of that shit? But, like, the fact that he has forever been part of our lives, regardless of whether or not he's real or not, means it's important to hear that person who's been inside our heads say something like that. Yes, okay, good, great. Right? Well, we've done it now. So have I won this argument or well, not? Well, yeah, I mean, evidently, because we've put it out. If you want more, subscribe at gaynongay.com or on iTunes, Spotify, or your fave podcast 